back to another episode of Conversations in Sound and Color. I'm your host, Kaylin, and today we're doing a little short, long, medium-length episode um, with just me sharing some poetry and some insights on my poetry. Um, This episode is a little bit longer than the last poetic episode because I felt the need to do some explaining. I feel like that was nice, you know, uh, to to gain some better understanding uh, of my words. So, without further ado, please enjoy the poetry hour, or poetry 20 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I am just kind of going back in some of my old journals and seeing what I got here. Um, here was one I wrote about... Um, a lover. Well, it's not about a lover necessarily, but an experience that I have had. And it's called Sound and Color. Whoa, and that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> so I guess it's fitting that I'm starting off with this one. Okay, here we go. Creating new sounds each time we make love. Colors fill the room as we begin to climb. And I ground down in the rhythm of your sound. And you release your pain in groans and growls. As love surrounds, the profound is found. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, let's try to find another one. Okay, so this one is called Transcendence. This is not, I wouldn't necessarily call this a poem, but this is more like a journal entry of mine. Um, I had a phone call with my brother earlier today, and we were kind of talking about some of our past experiences with mental health and um, like what it kind of feels like to be on the other side of um, just a really, really hard time. And I feel like the kind of person that I am today, um, which is very, like, you know, vibrant and smiley and all that, um, I think it's, for some people, (laughs) I suppose it's, I've gotten a few times, like, people think it's, like, unfathomable that I was ever in a very dark place, but I am human, just like anyone else, and, um, I've experienced what It feels like to be very much um, mentally trapped, was what we said in our phone call. So, um, yeah, just being in that space where, you know, your your mind feels like a prison. Um, And this piece is about the other side of that, is about, like, transcending, transforming through your experiences of, um, you know, a tough time mentally. So, the creative touch I have is naturally a masterpiece. I am flowering, towering above any expectations, manifesting my heart's desires and getting my reparations. Through the love I make and the abundance I create, higher vibrations to lift me out of mental damnation so that I can step off the plantation, 
break these chains of hate and division, make new decisions, and begin to actualize my vision of love. <laughs> yeah, that one was fun. <laughs> but, um, or powerful, powerful and fun. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I feel that I am still in this space of, um, you know, trying to make a new, I mean, I mean, this is, you know, my every day, this is every, for the rest of my life, you know, you have decisions that you make, you decide to do what may be best, because you know what's best for yourself, and you know what's not, so it's a choice, not for everybody, but a lot of people have the choice to do what's best and decide not to um so I'm you know very much still in the space of you know attempting to make better decisions for myself that is going to set my present self up for joy um and abundance and set my future self up for joy and abundance um all based on learning from my past self um and just learning the lessons from my past self um, to put toward my present self and future self. Um, yeah, so just like breaking the chains of division, like that is kind of like dual um, meaning in that, in the sense of like division within race, class, sexuality, gender and division within our, um, with our, within ourselves, um, you know, from our, um, spiritual selves, from, like, the true core of ourselves, and who we are, like, being detached from that sense of true self, because they, because we are so distracted in this American culture by materialism and, you know, other bullshit, (laughs) Um, so yeah, breaking those chains and just being in a space of true liberation is what this poem, piece, journal entry, what have you, is about. Um, yeah, let's see. I might share one more if I can find another one. It's so interesting looking or reading back on my journal entries because it's so helpful. And there's so much wisdom in it, but I feel like I don't often look back at my entries and I need to, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing that now and it's very enlightening. <laughs> like this is something, um, I think this is from something else. I don't believe these are my words. Um, It says, the essence of spirituality is to trust that life itself has a plan for you and that it will unfold in its own natural timing as something that you are naturally equipped to respond to. Beautiful. (laughs) This next thing says, you cannot control the correct direction of your life by using a rational, mental, decision-based approach. Your mind will actively guide you toward a life that ultimately is unsatisfying. 
Hmm. Interesting. So I suppose, I don't know, what that means to me is that you have to integrate heart and intuition alongside uh, rational, rationalizing things. Perhaps, I don't know. It makes me wonder how I navigate through life. Um, I try to step out as best I can, uh, make, making decisions based on solely thought, because I know that a lot of the things that uh, I think are false, a lot of the things that a lot of people think are false, you know, people are thinking like negative, negatively about themselves or beating themselves down internally, it's like those are false thoughts ingrained in us by uh, societal pressures. And that is, you know, societal influences along with childhood conditioning through our um, home life and our life outside of home, bullying um, and actual like, education. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that layer into our thought process and our, um, our, like, accumulation of negative thoughts in our minds. <laughs> um, so, yeah, kind of what I, in what I mentioned in my last, um, in one of the poems that I shared in the last episode, Interlude, it was talking about how um, the space in between thought is, is where, um, you know, is where worrying worrying becomes obsolete and life becomes more playful and more flohesive, really. So it's like this place where you're just kind of um, moving naturally, just like an animal would. We are animals. Animals don't think, though. They're in, you know, instinctive creatures and they do things. Um, they're very present. They do things as they are um, presented to them. You know, they're not thinking about tomorrow or, you know, next year. And we have to do that because we live, uh, we have to do that in some ways because we live in, we live in this very structured society where we have to like plan for retirement and, you know, financially plan our shit out so we're not in debt and the IRS isn't chasing us or whatever. Um, so it's like definitely tricky in the sense that, you know, we do have to kind of bring ourselves out of the present moment within thought for, you know, a lot of things. So we set ourselves up for success, but it has to be balanced in some way where we are not um, running away with, um, you know, f worries of tomorrow. Because, you know, that's, that's where true liberation lies in my mind at least um that's where it lives like when you're able to make decisions outside of the clouded view of you know your your thoughts um when you're out when you're outside of the emotional cloud that is false thoughts um lauren hill has this lyric in her song mystery of iniquity on her unplugged album and it reads renounce all your thoughts repent and let your mind be retaught and um 
I think about that often. I wonder, like, what it would really mean to let go of all my thoughts and just kind of give myself a blank slate, like a new baby coming into this world. You know, babies are portals to this to this side of living that is untainted with, from... Um, influences um, and is pure in its essence of self you know that's a baby <laughs> um, but you know it. the lyric continues to read you'll find what you sought was based on the deception you bought so like are you guys like feeling that like you'll find what you were looking for what you've been searching for was based on this deception that you bought basically like this what you have been wanting the these material things that you've been seeking are have been planted in your mind by you know capitalistic ideals to get you to buy stuff you know you bought into the deception that you were anything less than perfect yeah. And we have to break free, you know, going back to that poem, you know, stepping off, breaking the chains and stepping off the plantation is what we all need to do. Everybody, a lot of us, so we can be free. But, um, yeah, I think that kind of plays n- so nicely into... Um, what I was saying in that second journal entry about um, decision making, um, because, you know, I f- feel like we can be, we can kind of talk ourselves out of, we can kind of mentally talk ourselves out of making a decision that's best for us because we, um, get, oh, we get flooded with sad thoughts and that makes us, you know, maybe want to stay in bed or, you know, maybe want to order, take out Arby's instead of cooking a meal in your home or, you know, things like that where we have the choice to make, um, we have the option to make a better decision, but we don't because, um, we let thought kind of get in the way and, rule our emotions instead of letting um the instead of letting feelings what you the feelings of what you actually need um and feelings and thoughts are like very much intertwined and a little tricky to differentiate but for me that the two are very different in that um, um, well, feelings are visceral, and emotions are thought-driven, uh, um, yeah, so take, take that, take from that what you will, <laughs> Um, but I say that to say that 
when we are allowing feelings to like actual feelings like real feelings like how a snake is like okay I'm getting the feeling that I'm hungry and I need to go eat something and so it does you know it does that thing that it needs to do because it feels like it needs to do that um if we were more you know once when we become more in tuned of what we need and our true feelings I feel then you know we are better to navigate this world as human beings (laughs) um because we're doing what we're, we're able to listen to our body and what our body needs in that moment like um you know, I, I was, there was one day where um, I was out, like, doing a bunch of physical stuff, like, biking, just, you know, being, you know, running around, doing doing what I do, and I came home, and, um, oh, I was, like, I was skating all day long, actually, and I went over um, my housemate's, well, she's my housemate, and she was house-sitting at another house around the corner, from our house and I went over to that house um for some food because she had cooked this big meal and she offered me some um some rum or something like that and you know I'm usually like yeah I'll take a drink Mm." sip sip but I was like I I felt in my body that I what I didn't the last thing I needed in that moment was alcohol like I needed something hydrating I needed water Um, So I listened to my body, even though maybe the want was to have a drink. I listened to the need instead, and I went that route. You know, I went off feeling base instead of the thought of, yeah, I'd love a drink. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like the, uh, for me, the difference between those things. And, yeah, when we're able to, like I said, you know, be more in tune with what we're feeling, I feel that we're then better able to make, you know, better decisions that aren't um, so clouded with emotions and slash thoughts. Um, So, yeah, I hope that makes sense, because it makes sense to me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, to the... uh, Attunement to ourselves with ourselves is getting getting back to that space is um, it can be hard, but it's not impossible. And if you have a want to do that for yourself, then you know you'll you'll get there. You'll achieve it. You know, live life intentionally, and so much will come to you. So, papa pow. <laughs> With that, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to close my eyes. Well, actually, I'm watching Anacondas. The first one with J-Lo and Ice Cube. So I'm going to finish watching that. Or I'm going to at least watch halfway through. And then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> when I feel like it's time to turn it off, I'm going to turn it off and go to bed. <laughs> but okay. Uh, peace and blessings. Manifest with every lesson learned. I hope you guys had some takeaways from this episode, this episode interlude. I really enjoy doing these because they're so fun and easy. I love fun and easy things. (laughs) Okay, you guys have a beautiful week. And um, make good decisions.
yeah <laughs> peace right back in one more time to um, thank you guys for listening and it's much appreciated I am still moving forward with the consistency yes consistency Mm-mm. consistency Mm-mm. can't you see Mm-mm. my consistency uh-uh. <laughs> um yeah Moving forward with consistency, next week we will be dropping my co-host Alia and I will be dropping our episode on sensuality and sexuality and confidence or confidence (laughs) and um, yeah, we both um, define sensuality for ourselves, you know, what it means to us and uh, what it's done for us and how it feels to get, you know, um, oh, wow, this is really, oh, this is just flowing, because on that episode, we talk about how to get in tune with our bodies through, you know, self-pleasure and whatnot, so, um, boom, it's all connected, and we love to see it, so tune in next week to be enlightened with some sensual chats and some hearty laughs. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Good night.